Oh, what up, what up, party people? Happy Tuesday. As always, it is a damn good day to have a damn good day. And it's amazing what happens when you stir up the pot. When you put yourself out there, when you put fishing lines out, things will bite. People, opportunities will come into your life. And hopefully this podcast convinces you to break out of that limited belief in yourself and step into your power and start to make moves. And if you're new to the podcast, our mission here is twofold. To educate aspiring entrepreneurs by dissecting the come-up stories of incredible incredible humans by extracting the golden nuggets that you can apply now to better your life and second to have all my friends in life that are making moves to meet my other friends in life making moves to create one giant community of extraordinary people and on the topic of extraordinary people oh man we have a fantastic guest on the show today and i'm talking a plus plus close the door put your headphones on and listen because alex morton is one of the biggest movers and shakers inside of the direct sales industry i first met alex my first network marketing company and the best way to describe him is, is he's just a tsunami of action i mean anything he does it's like a straight tidal wave of making moves and just putting himself out there alex has spoken in over 80 plus different countries is a two times best-selling author and has made over 18 million dollars inside the direct sales industry by 29 years old what truly fascinates me about Alex just watching him over the years is just his relentless desire to, to move forward. Yeah, life hits you from all different angles, but Alex has this unique ability of just continuously moving forward, moving the needle, and just being positive and working on the mindset that he always talks about so passionately. On today's episode, you will learn the mindset needed to create massive action in your business, lessons learned in finance and personal development, the power of storytelling, and one of the best ways to step into power, which is showing up with the right intention and coming from a state of gratitude. As always, we're looking for the top thought leaders in their professions and the fields and people making moves. So if you like this podcast, I ask you to like, comment, subscribe for more action. And without further ado, welcome to episode 45 with Alex Morton. Let's jump in. You are listening to Len Jones Party of Two, where experts and influencers speak honestly and openly about their keys to success. Sponsored by TrueFace.ai, where your face is the key. For more information on TrueFace, please contact your host at ian at trueface.ai. Now, pay close attention, because you're going to learn today. Boom. And we're live, baby. Alex Morton, YPR. There he is. <laughs> YPR. I've heard that in three and a half years, but I'm here. I'm here. Man, it has been a while. You look great. You're always out here. How you doing? I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm in Miami. Yesterday, we, we were on a yacht for a buddy's birthday, and I went to the gym this morning, and now I'm talking to you, man, my long-lost friend, so I'm excited to be here, man. Dude, it seems like you've developed this energy that is just wake up, set, set the pace, set the tone, and go. I mean, you're just constantly on this another level vibe. You're constantly feeling life. You just seem like you're really in flow. I'm in flow and I'm just, I think, I think I'm driven a lot by a lot of people talk about gratitude. I, I wake up and I'm just super, I'm just happy, man. It's like, even if I'm dealing with crazy stuff in, in one of my businesses or, you know, personal life stuff is getting a little bit crazy. I just wake up and I'm like, dude, I, I'm, I'm alive, right? I'm here. My family's healthy. You know, they're taken care of financially. I'm in Miami. Like I'm just, I'm just ready for the day and I'm going to do everything I can today to make it the best day ever. And that's how I live. The best day ever, man. I mean, dude, Alex, you kind of, so we first met, 
circle it back. We're going to kind of go through a little bit of the story, and, and I'm going to – the audience is going to get to know the real Alex Morin today. Let's go. That's all, yeah, that's all they're ever going to get. It's all, it's all going to be real, so let's get it. All day. And I remember when we first met in a company called Vimo, and Vimo was kind of like this birth ground of so many of the most successful, awesome, amazing people I've met. And it's so interesting that to this day, so everyone that was involved in that community, in that company, it's like there's this like unspoken bond. And it's so amazing how many people have taken from there and just elevated and elevated. But I was circling back and I remember this was like six years ago, dude. I was 21 years old. I think you were only like 23 dude, at the time. I was 20, yo, I was 20. Okay, so 2000, I'm 29 today. So um, in 2011, I got started. I was 21. And then when you came in the picture, I was what, 23? Because you're 29 right now. 29 now. How old are you? I'm 27. Okay. So yeah, that makes sense. Two years older. Damn. So you're yeah. 23 years old during this time. That's crazy. Cause you kind of went from straight, like you were in the dorms doing your thing. And then you went to straight spotlight and for someone crazy. to be, to someone to be kind of building a brand, building an income and being that kind of immediate success at 23 that's like no daunting task it happened so fast and now i talk and teach a lot about my past to help some of these younger guys out who are making extraordinary amounts of money at you know very young ages because it is crazy you know and, and it was a lot to deal with because you've got to deal with it you know going from the dorm room not having a lot of money you know just just living this that college life and i remember like six months later you know i'm on a private jet with the ceo you know, two months later, I'm at 10 grand a month, and then it's 20, and then it's 40, and then holy shit, we're on the, we're on the side of the Phoenix Suns Arena billboard, and you're like, this is insane. So it was a lot to deal with, but what you said is so, it's so true. Like, one of the craziest things for me now is, is I travel the world, you know, 85 countries in the last couple of years. Dude, I meet so many people who are a part of Vima who now own solar companies, who are now YouTube influencing you know people people that own um you know insurance agencies you know people that do internet marketing people that do you know, political stuff like it's just it's crazy what that company really did for people and their mindsets it's just it's just crazy it was crazy and and you seem to be this type of human that like you make big splashes right you're all about action 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 that's always been you since the day one you either make moves you make excuses alex morton baby Woo! like that's, that's it. the thing that's it and that's it there's definitely been times where that worked for you and then worked against you but at the same time you've always had this ability to take any time it worked against you and turn it into a positive and i think you yeah. can tell a lot about someone based on what people say when they're not around. I mean, I got to tell you, when I speak to all, because you know, I'm pretty connected with all the homies from Vima and just the past. When I speak to all the homies, everyone has so much amazing things to say about you because you never stopped. You never gave up. You it just kept it going. Means it means a lot because when that whole thing went down, you know, obviously there were a lot of rumors and speculation and stuff like that. And now, what, five, six, seven years later, it, it's cool. Like I, I've literally made peace and I'm, I'm homies with a lot, almost everybody um, from that, from that, from that time, that time period. And it's just so cool to see so many people. I don't want to use the word dominating, but just doing, doing very well. You know, happy, healthy, making positive impact in the world. And you know, there's gonna be a movie about it one day. I've actually heard that rumor that Netflix is actually looking at it as we speak to make a real feature film. So I think it's, I think it's super cool. It would be fantastic. It would be phenomenal. Now, man, I mean, 
your success is great, but your personality is even better. How has that journey been for you just from like the OG times? Like what were you doing in high school? Were you always into the idea of building incomes, being an entrepreneur? Or were you just like another homie just, you know, partying when your parents are gone yeah, and well, doing whatever? Yeah, I mean, there were, yeah, in high school, I remember taking my, uh, my parents' vodka bottles, drinking like half of it and then dumping like water in it. And I thought like they didn't know I was doing that. But then years later, my mom was like, we tasted the vodka and it tasted, you know, super watered down. So I was doing the same stuff. You know, I don't, I don't smoke, I don't, I don't smoke anymore because it makes me just weird and uh, paranoid, but you know, smoking weed behind the garage and stuff at, you know, 17 years old in the snow with your, with your homies. So I was a normal kid, but um, I always knew I was a little bit different. You know, I, I always, I was questioning a lot of the things that uh, teachers were talking about early on. I mean, and there were specific moments. I remember sitting in Miss Blanchard's biology class, and I remember getting kicked out of the classroom because I had, it's funny because he's president now, but you know, Donald Trump's uh, Think Big and Kick-Ass book my dad gave me in my, in my science textbook. I remember taking those little career tests um, that would like show you like what careers you were gonna do well at, and I remember, you know, my guidance counselor, a lot of it was like manual labor things because I wasn't good at math. I wasn't good at science. My SAT had a, I had a 1490. So I just like the stuff they were giving me as a young person, like school is so important and it is, but you know, you got to work for somebody else and you got to do the nine to five and all these different things. I just never bought in to those ideas. And it started at 15, 16 years old. And I remember one night I saw that TV show Entourage on HBO at my buddy, my buddy Taylor Van Lanningham's house with like my seven best friends. And I remember right after the show, I could not stop thinking about that type of lifestyle where you can travel and have fun and money's not an issue and you can just live a, uh, a crazy fun life. Yeah, and then when that, mind, when that mental picture is in your brain, I know you're a big Bob Proctor fan. Yes. You talk about him all the time on your gram. What a legend, shout out. And that, how do you feel about that belief or like if something's so stuck in your mind and your subconscious, it, it transforms yeah. into reality? Yeah, well, I've been obviously super fortunate to have him in my back pocket as a mentor for years. We, he just turned 85, might have been 86. I think 85 a couple, a couple weeks ago, we were texting back and forth. So I'm very grateful for that relationship. But the biggest quote that I got from him and I use it to this day. And I remember at 16, it started, it started to happen with me was that, you know, you don't have to know how you just have to know. And that was kind of my mentality at literally 16, 17 years old. I remember filling out at 17, uh, Bexley high school, senior assembly, you had to put what college you were attending and your major. And I wrote this down. It's actually in my parents' home. I wrote Arizona state university in major. It just came to my head. I wrote, Millionaire by 25. You know, I had no idea. I was working at a clothing store at the time in high school. You know, I had no idea, but I just was so set on success from a young age that it was just in my subconscious mind. And we all know if it's in the mind, it's got to it's gotta transmute into the physical world eventually. And I really believe that's what happened.
it's crazy how much personal development not just builds you as a character, but also bonds people together. Uh, I was talking to, you know, like uh, Hessler and that whole Michigan yeah. squad from back in the days. I was talking about out of all the people that came in and out of that organization with Bima, they're some of the strongest people to this day, like friendships that were built from that. And I asked them and I've asked a lot of people and the common denominator there is personal development, a lot of personal development. Do you feel like that is just the game changer when it comes to elevating and growing quick? It's big. It's, it's big, but people can't get too uh, focused on personal development that they forget the action, right? Because the whole knowledge is power. We all know that's bullshit. You know, you have to apply the knowledge. Like we got smart friends and they can't pay their, they can't pay, they can't keep their lights on. Right. So you got to apply it. However, I do agree. Um, personal development changes lives. Personal development saves lives to this day. I'm always listening uh, to YouTube videos. I'm always listening to the, the old school, old Nightingale. Uh, I love M.I. Let's stuff. Um, I love his podcasts on, on, on YouTube. I'm always feeding my mind because I know how important that really is in society, which is a bunch of nonsense. They say, oh, you have a college degree. You're educated. You can stop now. And that's just insane because education is this ongoing process. You're always learning, growing, expanding evolving and that's something that I got from Bob I was I was at his home in Toronto might have been like a year ago this month and he's still reading every day he's writing every day he's listening every day and he talks about how if the mind doesn't stop the body won't stop but if the mind stops the body can shut down so you just can't stop have you, have you heard about Dr. Joe Dispenza I've heard the name I've heard some of his stuff yeah, I've been really interested in him recently. He's just like kind of blowing up, sort of almost like on a Tony Robbins wave. But the idea is you can heal your body through these oh, wow. positive thoughts. And there's crazy transformations that are happening in that. For anyone that hasn't checked him out, definitely check him out. Look at some of his seminars. They're incredible. But before we get into some other stuff, so was network marketing your first like opportunity to become an entrepreneur? Was that the first like yeah for you? A lot of people don't know this, but... At 15 and a half, I flew from Columbus, Ohio to Wood River, Illinois with my dad to check out, I didn't know it at the time, it was a network marketing travel company called YTV. And one of my business partners today, David Emanitier, was actually in that company, but I was a kid. But I remember sitting in Wood River, Illinois, and there was like this red carpet event and people were talking and this, that, and the other. And I actually signed up into this thing with my dad and I was, we were doing travel parties in Bexley, Ohio. I think the company, something happened to it, but I made little, I actually have pictures of little travel cards, Alex Morton, uh, alexmortontravel.com. I mean, I can't make this stuff up. So I'm 15 and a half thinking and self, trying to sell $500 travel agency websites and it, it didn't go well. Nobody ever did it with me, but that was my first kind of like, okay, network marketing. And then years later, when, the, when, when Vima, hit me in the face. I was like, oh, this is the same, the same type of business. But prior to network marketing, man, I was in real estate at 18. That, I guess that was my first true entrepreneurship situation, right? I was, I was barely 18. I saw a million dollar listing on Bravo. I, I took a cab to the real estate school, true story, discount cab. And I applied for my license, took the 90 hours of in-person classes. I would, I would be driving there sometimes. My buddy's cars hung over from the night before in college one Saturday morning. I remember pulling over on 202, puked my brains out on the side of the road, kept going to the real estate school, 
Um, so residential real estate, condos, that was my first like injection into like, hey, you can make how much, however much money you want to make based on your effort and results. Amazing. You got into network marketing, but was there ever, do you ever think in the back of your mind, like, is there another industry that you think that had that industry pulled you in prior to network marketing, you would have went all in on that industry or, or part of you feels like you could have been like, you could have crushed it in a certain industry besides that. I mean, I have a very high level of belief in myself. So anything business or sales or marketing wise, I, I know I could have went and made millions of dollars just because I think that if you can win in this lane, you can probably also win in this lane. I just believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents own an insurance company, an, an insurance agency. And it's funny because now I have friends that work for the same uh, company, American Income Life. And I remember going to some of their like Hawaii trips and Mexico trips. And my parents were, um, they were, they were big in that. Like they, that's where they made a lot of their, well, all their money, right? And they retired like 10 some years ago. And now they're living on residual income. And there was a, there was a moment I believe where it was talked about like, Hey, if, if you want at 18 to start becoming an insurance agent, you can build this thing. And then eventually you can take over, you know, the Mark and Sandy Morton insurance agency. And I remember, I remember that I had these ideas like, yo, I'm not going to do that because then no matter what I do, everyone would just say, Oh, it was his parents company. Oh, he was handed this entire business and it would just, um, discredit everything i'm really big on not necessarily respect but pride i'm very prideful right so like with vima it was like i used my real estate commission check to buy my first two cases of verb so from that point on nobody could tell me nothing like you think nobody could say your daddy did it or your mommy did it or he had connections or relationships all this kind of stuff because it's bullshit i built that thing from the ground up and that was big that that, that to me almost means as much as the income because right. I just a very prideful person. So you're very prideful. And like I said, you make a lot of big waves. You're a freaking tsunami when you just do anything. You always just, you're, you're loud, bro. You, you keep it real. You preach, yeah. you know, you're a preacher. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting because the people typically that perform like are so happy and positive all the time. On the flip side, psychology says that sometimes those people hit bigger rock bottoms than most people that are just more neutral do you feel like that's like you like have you hit some serious rock bottoms where you're like oh shit like i don't know if i can ever rebound from this type of situation and and this is exactly why i'm I'm, on podcasts and stuff i don't want to see anything before because you get the good stuff out the answer is yes bro like okay so yeah we're we're going in here right so after vima you know I, i went to the second company and it didn't pan out exactly the way i thought it was going to whatever right they're still in business they're they're doing billions a year they're i, I still i'm friends with the cv over there it's a great company all that but there were times where i don't i didn't i don't really know what depression is but like there were times where super super anxiety like a lot of people don't know this you know the night of that launch call I remember I was in Vegas. They were, I don't, I think there were like 50 people in the dang house and they were like 5,000. Like I, I can see like 5,000 live callers on the free conference call hd.com and like all this background noise and insane stuff going on. I remember after I got off that conference call, I like literally physically collapsed in my parents' bedroom because I just had this overwhelming energy and vibration my body was just out of whack as i think it was a lot of like you know there was fear involved i was scared i was i was anxious i didn't know if i made the right decision i mean 
So I've been places, it's not like rock bottom, I was eating out of a trash can, homeless on the side of the street, you know, while my girlfriend's pregnant. I've never been in that situation, you know, thank God. But there's been moments where, yeah, man, it was bad. Like crying myself to sleep, um, scared, a lot of those emotions. So I'm definitely not, yeah, I'm a positive person. Yeah, I'm a happy person. Yeah, I'm super grateful and I'm super fired up all the time and all that kind of stuff. But there's definitely been moments in my career where, you know, I'm like, you know, Holy shit, I was living in Arizona, right? And when that, you know, we blasted off from that company, we broke every record the first month, we did like 900,000 in sales, blah, blah, blah. The hype was real, right, with skincare. <laughs> and then, you know, six months it was cool, and then that sucker, it crashed and burned, and everybody was like, I'm out, I'm, I'm done with network marketing, it doesn't work, it might work for you, but it's not gonna work for me, blah, blah, blah. I put on like 35 pounds. Um, I was not working out, I was not healthy, I was living, uh, we're, we're, we're cool now, but my girlfriend at the time, I knew she was not the one for me and I wasn't the one for her, but we were living together and money was tight. Just bad shit, man. Yeah, um, that's tough. I've been, in, I've been in some, I've been, I've definitely had my, my seasons of, you know, not good for sure. Cause it's interesting. Cause you don't know what you don't know. And you're like moving forward, you're charging forward. You think you're doing everything right. Um, back then you decided to switch companies and it creates, you know, a wave storm again, you're a tsunami when you make moves, it has crazy ripple effects right. and it's hard to be able to see what those ripple effects are going to be before you do anything, but everything happens for a reason in, in making moves. And now today it seems like it's kind of all aligned, but it is interesting to hear you say that. Um, because that was like a big move back in the day. But a lot of those things, when, when, like, when negative things happen or negative experiences or something that you think was going to happen doesn't happen, you know, it really does make you stronger. Like the whole like what doesn't fail makes you stronger. It's the truth. Because now like whenever I need to like re-motivate myself or get re-inspired, I think about those moments. I think about when, you know, I, they told me I made $1.6 in my first company, which I did. And then I'm calling my parents and I'm like, yo, how much money like, do I have left? And they're like, you know, under 100K and then it's under 50K. And then it's like, um, this is not, not a good situation. Like you need to figure something out because when the money's gone, the money's gone type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, But all those moments, man, they, they, they make you stronger. So now like when I deal with um, different issues and, you know, now obviously the company, you know, I'm the vice president of, we have over 90,000 customers and I have a lot of roles in responsibilities and that. So now my emotional intelligence is a lot higher. And now I, look, I, I, I approach things a little bit different, like the Mamba mentality, Kobe Bryant talked about on the highs of the highs, like winning back-to-back -back world championships with Shaq. He's like, I never let myself get too high. And then, you know, when the allegations came out, when he cheated on his wife with 400 different women, he's like, I never let myself get too low. Kobe kind of stays in the middle, Tiger Woods talks about, talks about that as well. So now, at this point in my life, this point in my career, I'm not gonna get upset. And even when things are going insanely, insanely amazing, I'm gonna celebrate, I'm gonna be happy, but I'm not gonna let myself get out of control. I've had so many conversations with people um, from network marketing, one in particular, he, he's a good buddy of mine, he lives in uh, Florida, a little bit older than me, and he's like, dude, 90, 95% of people in your position at your age with what you have right now, they'd be in Vegas in a penthouse with cocaine everywhere with tons of hookers. And the fact that you're still a pretty normal kid after all this stuff means a lot. So I just try to keep myself, you know, chilling and just go about my business and not let myself get too big and just yeah. kind of remain, remain humble.
it's cool because it requires a large amount of emotional intelligence to win big in network marketing because emotions are so tied to the whole idea of being on someone's team. And when someone leaves a team, it's like having a thousand girlfriends, you go through a thousand breakups. And when you break up with a girlfriend, it sucks. So to be able to deal with that shitstorm and be able to have that at a very young age, your emotional intelligence must have increased. Oh my gosh. Yeah, now it's like, and, and now I'm getting really good mentorship from um, the CEO of the company I'm with, right? He, uh, Chris, the guy's taught me just so much about like business business, not just network marketing, but like real business world sense. Like he's a nine figure guy, all this kind of stuff. And he, he always, he's mentored me a lot. And he's like, Alex, you'll never see me get upset. You'll never see me get mad. I'm just not going to do it because I've got to keep my cool so I can think logically and make proper, proper decisions. So it's just successful people are like that. You know, Grant Cardone, a buddy of mine out here, I was talking with him yesterday. I mean, he's the same way. Like he's always fired up and excited and he, he's got a lot of people that love him. He's got a lot of people, you know, that hate him. That's a whole nother topic. But at the end of the day, when you can keep your emotional intelligence high and you can stay calm, you, you can make better decisions. It's crazy how much age affects who we are as, as a person too sometimes because I just think about who I was at 21, who I was at 24, and who I am now at 27. It's like, it's a whole different person. Like it's oh, a whole completely. new. Completely. You know? It's like, we're still the same, but we're different. It's crazy. Like my buddies will just, you know, they'll mess with me, bro. And they'll, they'll send me like, because obviously YouTube never forgets anything. And I have, I mean, I, you type in my name on YouTube. It's like, it's like 16 years of recorded home events <laughs> from Vima. And, I, and, I, and I'll listen to some of the stuff I used to say. And I'm like, I, I'm really surprised somebody didn't get up and just knock me out at <laughs> some of these meetings because it was just so offensive at times and just so abrasive. And even if it was the truth, which I still believe it was the truth, there's, there's definitely different ways to, uh, to get your ideas across to people. <laughs> right. But you don't know in the time at the time you're just grinding, you're making the moves, you're following your emotions and your passions and it's getting people going, man. When, when the people get going, it just starts to steamroll that snowball effect. And all of a sudden it's like, woo, you get a taste and now you want the whole pie. Yeah. yeah. Hundred no percent. Yeah, doubt. but but dude, you've just been like a bulldozer inside of the direct sales industry. I mean, particularly you've you've put your stamp on it. I'm I'm sure there's some people out there that got like an Alex Morton tattoo on themselves, like someone that yeah. went really next level. I mean, <laughs> it it you know I, I it makes me feel good and it makes me feel um, happy about the whole millennial thing, you know, the whole millennial movement. It's still so alive and well. Like we just had a young guy, he's in Miami. I'm going to go meet with him after this call. His name is Bryce. He just turned 23, right? You know, the kid never been in network marketing before. He hits a level in the company. You got to do it, you know, income disclaimer results are typical. So individual results are going to vary. We're not guaranteeing anybody income here. The kid's making a hundred grand a month. Um, he's 23. You know what I mean? So like thinking I maybe had something to do with that in 2011 by saying, yo, it can't, it's, it, this can work for young people. And now seeing all these young people winning at such high levels, that brings me so much joy because, you know, do I want, do I want more money? Yeah. Do I want to keep growing, you know, wealth? Of course. But you get to a point where it's like other things really 
are increasing happiness more than just getting more money. And that's where I'm at, you know, now. Like I literally get so joy joyous. Is that joyous? Happy? I'm so, I'm just so happy to see people, you know, crossing the stage and and doing really well, especially when they're like close friends of mine and I just, you know, I care about them. So I think it's you're right, bro. But net network marketing, yeah. I, I've definitely uh <laughs> Storm. I, I, I listened to the podcast with Joe Rogan and, and Naval. I forgot Naval's last name, but he's the co-founder of AngelList, a super successful early investor in Twitter and some other things. He has his own podcast, but he spoke about how wealth creation and how important it is to become wealthy because when you're not wealthy, in the back of your mind, there's always a part of you that thinks, I would be happy if I was wealthy. Right. And you can't tell someone that's not wealthy that wealth isn't the answer to happiness because they just simply won't believe you. So his philosophy is you need to get wealthy before you can realize that it's not the answer to happiness. What are your thoughts I, on that? I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, and you're always going to want more. Like, like, okay, so, so success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So success is a moving target. So you're actually never successful. Like, well, he's like, well, okay, again, like, you know, I, I use Grant a lot because he's a business partner now of mine and, he, you know, we have a relationship. The dude's got $1.2 billion in real estate. Like, he's got two Rolls Royces. He's, he just bought this quarter million dollar massive G-Wagon thing. He's got a, 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 G5, a G550. So it's not just about the money. He's always trying to grow and reach his potential. So I agree with that, man. And, you know, money definitely helps you become happy. I'm not one of those people that, you know, money is not, you know, money is the root of all evil. No, that's horse shit. You know, money has helped me sleep better at night, knowing that my parents can go take a world vacation for, for two months, which they're about to go do. And they can go stay in five-star resorts and eat whatever the hell they want, do whatever they want. And I have something to do with that. So money is very important, but it's not the end all be all of happiness, right? It's not. And people do need to understand that just because you're super rich, I got super rich friends out here and I know super rich kids that their super, their parents are super rich. Why are they on the, why, why do they take depression medicine? Why can't they sleep at night without taking Percocets? Why can't, why can't they function at a, a family dinner without taking, you know, a Xanax bar? You know what I'm saying? So money's important, but you got to have internal peace and internal happiness yeah. as well to be able to like be, to be good. Yeah. It's interesting because the people that do <clears throat> smash and crush in business and life or just in any field, uh, sometimes on, on our, our podcast, we have people that are just living life to the fullest, whether it be, you know, I, I had this girl, Lisa Kittasaho, who moved to South Africa and raises and rehabilitates cheetahs every day. You know, she's so present living with like these beautiful creatures and she's so happy you know you see people that have become nhl players or ufc fighters but they're anyone that's become a high performer they're so sold out on making moves like when i think about when i first got into vima back in the day i was so sold out on the idea that this was the best thing since like chocolate was invented right. that it was just so easy it was magnetic you, you couldn't you didn't even need to sell people because you were a living sellable billboard okay. but yeah. Yeah. getting yourself trying to like fake the, the happiness of a product or exciting is so difficult. It's like you're either so excited, so sold out, and that's the people that win. The people that are excited and making moves are the ones that become the highest skilled at whatever subject they are. But what in your experience 
is it possible to mentor someone in a way or, or do you have certain advice you would say something to bring that out of people to get them to unlock that? Or do you think they either got it or they don't? Yeah. I mean, I think people were born with certain things, but I also am a firm believer that we're all the same, right? Our spiritual DNA is perfect. We know that. So you have to become self-aware enough to know that you're just as talented of a speaker as this person, or you can get in the same level of shape as this person. And you can learn, you know, quantum physics like this person, right? Cause we're all, we are, our spiritual DNA is all perfect. But when it comes to going out and making it happen, I mean, everywhere I go, right. You know, what's the one secret? What's the, what's the X factor? What's this, what's that? You got to want it. And I'm going to say that forever because if people say, Oh, you got to give me more than that, bro. You, you know, no, it's, it's, that's, that's what it is. Like, the burning desire is the starting point of all achievement. You know, Earl Nightingale, think and go rich, you know, Napoleon Hill, right? So the person that really says, I'm going to make this happen no matter what, they'll figure it out. They'll read the necessary books. They'll listen to the necessary tapes, network marketing, right? Specific. Go do right. 10 one-on-ones a day and tell me you don't get good. You're right. Go, you, you know, we used to have people get, you know, like, like a hairbrush and practice giving their, their speech in front of mirrors, you know, practice makes permanent. You can't be perfect, but it's a tough question, man. Like I think people have certain levels of charisma and some people are just talented, but I believe that success is for everyone. Cause I've seen it. I've seen it happen. There's been people in our current company, you would never think they're going to go win and then they go win because they are relentless in their pursuit of, of getting it done. So yeah, relentless is a great word. When you're relentless, you stir it up. It's like, if you can stir up the pot, good things are going to happen. You send out a ton of fishing lines. Eventually someone's going to get on the hook, but you got to be willing to put out all those fishing lines, not take things personally when it doesn't happen and understand it's a long-term process, falling in love with the process and not where you are today. You know? People are scared. Like I, 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 there's so many friends, I, you know, friends, acquaintances, whatever, who way more, way more, you know, smart, way more this, way more that, but they're, they're still afraid of people's stupid ass opinions. And it's like, dude, it's just like, like DJ Khaled, they don't matter. They don't want you to win. So we're going to win anyway. You know, they, this, they, that it's, it's funny and stuff, but like, it's super true. People don't want to see people win. I don't understand that because we know that creation is the seed to financial abundance. Competition, that's not smart. Like if we're competing, somebody has to lose. If we're competing, somebody is going to have less food on the table for their kids and their wives to eat. Why, why do you need someone else to lose so you can win? And that took me a long time to get. Like back in Beam, it was like, yeah, kill everybody, right? And now personal development and all that kind of stuff, right. you know, just creation. I'm so big on create instead of compete, create instead of compete. And I think that's how you win big. My, my, my friend, John Melton, he says, your ego is not your amigo. You know, right. it's like, it's like that abundance mentality. People feel naturally this pull to have to pull someone down to get back up. But the fact is there's so much wealth and so much opportunity in the world it's those people with the abundance mentality that when they see someone else win it actually truly lights them up not oh this is unfair you know that victim mentality but coming out of that victim mentality and going into a mindset of abundance yeah and the whole like oh he got lucky or you know she she got lucky like some people hate on 
um, I don't know, like some of these big, some of these bigger like YouTube YouTubers and stuff. Oh, well, you know, they just, they just, when they got lucky, it's like, no, dude, they were making videos on Vine. Like when you were dicking around playing video games, they were creating content. And now, yeah, they can sell a t-shirt and make 50 grand a day. You know, who cares? Like they, that, that person is winning. You know, this person decided to take insurance super serious and they're making a hundred, a hundred thousand dollars a month, you know, great, you know, luck, opportunity meeting preparation right opportunity yeah opportunity meeting preparation like will smith always talks about it. he's like dude if you're always ready you know you don't got to get ready and when that opportunity smacks you in the face you have to take it and you got to go like i think about my current company and i remember the day that i made the conscious decision i was in arizona and i it was like one day a 10-hour window i gave my six series bmw back to the dealership i'm like I'll pay whatever penalty you have, take the damn car. I broke my lease in my nice condo in Arizona and I, I, had, to, I had to break up with my girlfriend at the time. I, I was like, yo, it's, we're done. And I got on a plane and I, I flew out and I'm like, I'm gonna go give it my all one more time and I'm either gonna make this thing work or I'm gonna make this thing work. I didn't give myself another option. And I think that people, until they get to that point in their specific career, Whatever it is, it ain't gonna, this is not gonna work. That's my personal belief. At a big level, you might 50 grand a year, 60 grand a year in entrepreneurship, dude, you, you know, do your thing, you know, go half-ass, whatever. But if you're serious, you, you've gotta commit and you've gotta be willing to actually go all in and be relentless. Yeah, it's so interesting how we're always chasing this thing and we think we know what the thing is maybe it's going to be financial maybe it's going to be in more friends maybe it's going to feel more self-confidence we're just chasing something but at the end of the day i feel like it all just comes down to feelings we're chasing feelings we're chasing that feeling of just like maybe it's being loved or being supported or feeling comfortable in your own skin in your experience in your last nine to 15 years of just doing the doing the alex morton show what do you think builds that feelings for you? Like what's the highest feelings that you feel that's like ecstasy without even having to take something? Yeah, yeah these are great questions. You know, when, when the, the things that trigger in my mind when you say that are specific moments. Like I remember, I want to say it was Oaxaca, Mexico. It might've been Creto, Mexico, or maybe it was in Lima, Peru. Maybe it was in, um, you know, Argentina. And, you know, people or a person will literally come up to, you know, to me and, and they'll say, you know, I was at such a low point in my life and I've had people, you know, talk about being suicidal and like there was, there was a super young girl in uh, somewhere in Mexico and she's like, you know, I really was suicidal. I was depressed. I couldn't talk to anybody. And she was like, I just watched you on social media and I would smile on your stories on Instagram and I would watch your YouTube videos and I would just get inspired. And I think knowing the positive effect that I've had on people's lives. And it sounds like, oh, he's just saying that because it's on a podcast, all this, and I'm saying it because it's real. You know, that that is just, that's incredible, right? You know, are the millions of dollars awesome? Yeah, but like human to human contact, right? Like the feeling of ecstasy, the feeling of complete euphoria, which is a great TV show, by the way, on HBO. You know, that feeling, it just makes it worth it. Cause like sometimes, you know, you're up at 4 a.m. You're going to the, you know, I've been, you know, I'm sitting in a, I'm sitting in a taxi cab and it's 4.46 in the morning and we're on our way to the airport to fly to Lima, Peru or Quito, Ecuador. And sometimes I'm like, 
like, what am I, what's going on here? Like, I've been doing this now, for, it's going to be nine years in February. And sometimes I actually have to question myself and be like, you know, do I still need to be doing this? Like, I'm about to go on a massive, another massive European tour. Um, in September, I'm going to be in Warsaw, Poland. I'm going to be all over. It, it's posted on my Instagram. And sometimes I'm like, you know, that costs me money. You know, I'm going to spend 150 grand in Europe, right? Doing that. But when you're serving other people and you're really making a positive impact on people, I, I truly believe deep down that it all makes sense. It's all worth it. And then I ask myself, I'm like, if I wasn't doing this, what would I do? Like, there's only so many days in a row I could go to the beach with you know, a girl right. and drink strawberry daiquiris. And then eventually you're going to wake up and be like, I'm, yeah, I'm bored. <laughs> what, like, you gotta, you gotta be like, like goal, like the word goal, go out and live, like go out and live, go out and accomplish, go out and set, set new things. And I forgot the question, but yeah, helping people, man, and changing their lives, you know, it sounds cliche, blah, blah, blah. But like, dude, it is what it is. I mean, that shit is real. Like when, when somebody's mom comes up to you and they're like, my son, was doing drugs and playing video games and just bullshitting every single day. And because of this company and because, because he, he looks up to you now, right? He's reading books. Like he's paying attention in school. He's not screwing around every night with his, with his dumbass friends. Like he's, he's writing goals down. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's what lives on. That's what lives on. Like the whole legacy thing, the cars and all the bullshit, we all know it's not it. Legacy is what people are gonna remember you for and the effect you had on their lives. It's interesting when you mentioned just, you know, people that are in really rough spots and maybe they're feeling signs of uh, anxiety, depression, even to the extremes of suicide. Um, there's a lot of people in that situation, like all the time. And sometimes people feel very uh, alone, very scared. They don't know that anyone agrees with them. And it's almost like, well, of course you have, you know, depression and anxiety to some extent. You know, we're living on a giant rock in the middle of a solar system that we know nothing about, floating in time and space. And at any time, some disease can come and wipe you off the planet. Yeah, that's a pretty stressful situation. Where I'm getting at is two things. Number one, it is so, I feel it's so important to be a part of a family. And that's family's not blood. You create family. One thing I love about direct sales and network marketing is it's like a family that has open arms. You know, yep. obviously you gotta be careful of, of the angry cousin, you know, the angry homie down the street that's gonna be throwing shade your way. But you know, you got it like that is so important to be loved and appreciated and be a part of a tribe. And now it's social media, you can find your tribe anywhere if you're super into you know succulents like the simple plant of a succulent there's a freaking tribe out there for you you can right. roll in those meadows of those things all day and you'll be happy whatever weird or exciting hobby i think the weird people are the most exciting people in life would you agree right 100 percent. yeah right but it's it's so also it's so interesting how stories are the foundation of of like business all business is is a story that's been told and it's you know grown but we're always chasing good stories that are relatable to us. And I feel like a lot of the times people, if they're not directing a story towards other people, they're directing it towards themselves, they're not going to have nearly as much of an impact. And I think that's a very big skill that say seven figure business owners that have a team of employees, because you can make like a six figure income by yourself, but it takes a team to make a seven right. figure income. Right. I feel like that's the ability they have. They are expert story creators story creators and vision casters, right? 
Without a vision, the people will perish. I think that's so important because especially in business, you gotta always be talking about the future. You know, whatever I'm on, all these calls, we're always talking about 2020, 2022. It's gonna be so amazing when you're making a hundred grand a month. It's gonna be so amazing when you can take care of mom and dad, right? So telling the story, making it relatable, and then always having a vision for the future, right? I don't I forget the actual like company or federation, but the charity out there um, that's like their their motto is curing world hunger, right? So maybe whatever that com- that big, big, massive ordeal is, like their motto is curing world hunger. They know that that's probably like almost impossible to do, but they make the vision so big that everybody buys in to that idea. Like uh, the company that we're doing right now, you know, it's like bringing Wall Street to Main Street in terms of financial literacy, teaching people how the wealth to get wealthy. You know, let's help everybody learn the rules of money. Well, we can't help 8 billion people do that probably. But when the vision is so big, people, people buy into that, including myself, including you, right? We, we want to know that we're, 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 we're fighting the good fight for a good purpose and a big, 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 you know, vision. Right. Yeah. Finding purpose. That's a big word right there. Purpose. Damn. That's something we're always trying to figure out. And it changes every year. It changes every year as you grow, as you learn, as you expand. Very interesting. And, and Alex, you're like something that most people don't think is duplicatable is just your schedule. I feel like you're just go, 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 go nonstop, nonstop. Every like five seconds to me looking at you seems to be occupied or planned out. How has maybe your, your kind of daily actions, your, your DMO of sorts changed maybe from say 23 and, and what are you doing right now that you think maximizes your time and effectiveness? Well, now, um, there's, there's, okay. So I've got, you know, like the network marketing, you know, company, there's just so many incredible, amazing, phenomenal, high paid earning professionals over here to where Alex it's like Alex can be a little bit removed. Like back in Vima, like let's call it what it is. Like I, I when I like when I wasn't going full fledged, full attack mode all the time. Like I could physically watch numbers go away. I go on the road, numbers go up. I go home, and numbers will go down. Here it's a little bit different. So here it's not as much like go 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 all the time. Like when I'm in Miami, I'm working out um, once or twice a day. I'm, I'm in the sauna. Once or twice a day, I'm trying to drink. Uh, Brock Morton put me on one of these water machines, not the kind of living water machine thing. I'm drinking good water. I'm eating good. Like I'm, I'm hanging out. You know, like I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kicking it, right? I'm kicking it with a girl at night, watching a Netflix thing, having fun. Like I, I'm living more of like a little bit more balanced life. But then, on tour, it's lights out, cameras out, guns out, no sleep, full fledged assault, attack mode. Um, but what I've learned to do is get people in the right places, right? Like, like in my life, I've got two guys that are here with me, you know, Dar, I think you know both of them, you know, Dar Singh and then Mateo, Mateo Gribley. And they do all, they do a lot for me. Like whether it's, you know, like Matt, he's like, yo, you have a podcast interview with Ian Lenhart. This is the Zoom link. This is the time to get your ass out of the gym and come upstairs, put a shirt on. This is when you're doing it, right? So whether it's organization like that, obviously all the social media stuff people see, they're behind everything on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, all that kind of stuff. So I think it's, it's assembling people that can add value to your life and getting them in the right places. And then there's the health company, Streamline Wellness out of Naples, Florida. 
I have business partners over there, right? Like Gary and Sage, they run the day-to-day -day operations. I invested into it. I help make bigger decisions and stuff like that. So I think it's getting, it's not employees, it's partnerships. It's getting partnerships with people that you're going to, you're going to take care of them. So they're getting value as well. And they're going to make your life a little bit easier so you can focus on what you want to focus on, right? If I want to take a nap at 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., I know the world's not going to end in my businesses. You know what I'm saying? And back in the day, it was like the one-man show. And I felt I needed to do everything. I needed to be on every single call. I, need to, I needed to be on every email. I needed to everything, right? And, and that's how you actually can maybe burn out. But today, I'm still working incredibly hard, right? But I'm definitely working smarter and working smarter sometimes costs you some decent amount of money but it brings, right. you, brings you peace of mind you know it's to me it's worth it interesting out of all the different you know investment buckets out there whether that be gold real estate startups um hedge funds oh. whatever it is is there a specific investment bucket that interests you the most yeah you, you have to ask my dad about that honestly he's like my money manager um i've got I've done some higher risk. We're just going to throw it all out there, right? I've done some higher risk stuff where people have big promises and you're going to triple your money, quadruple. 99% of those things, I'm just going to let everybody know, they don't last. Even if you get a little bit of money out of it, if that shit's going to be gone. What happened to the money? Oh, well, we, we had to make a decision and it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. So with me, like now I'm focused on 29, right? So like the whole Warren Buffett mentality, dude, a little bit every single year compounded over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. So I have some accounts with X amount of dollars in them. And dude, it's 5% a year, 6% a year. I've got good friends. Oh, dude, you're wasting your time, bro. 6% a year. That's stupid. Talk to me in 10 years. Compounded over and over and over again. You know, I've got some money with Grant, Cardone Capital. You know, I get a check every month for 1200 bucks. A lot of people, they're like, I wouldn't waste my money with that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I'm like, I'm getting a check every month. And then my money could double, maybe triple. When he sells his property, real estate's real estate, right? So I don't know, man. The health company I, that I invested pretty heavily into, I'm super passionate about it. So I think that that question, it depends what people are passionate about. Like, I'm still passionate about health and wellness. I'm passionate mm -hmm. about helping people feel the best they've ever felt, right? So like I'm, I'm, I'm good to push that down people's throats because I, I've seen the results it gave me. I'm 179 pounds. I was 217, right? You know, my dad's working out six days a week now. He was taking naps at 4 p.m. prior to this. So I'm not over here selling the health stuff. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm going to invest in stuff I'm passionate about. And if I'm not passionate about it, I, you know, keep it. I don't, whatever. For sure. It's cool you mentioned the health and wellness thing because our generation, it's so awesome how into health and wellness our generation is. It's, it is. So, it's so cool to buy organic food at Whole Foods, you know? Yeah. It's like Whole Foods is the new, you know, uh, you know healthcare plan, right? You know, because we're so aw awakened to just the, the benefits of living a healthy lifestyle. I remember in the past, I've all, I used to be very, very much about saving money or spending money on things, you know, getting hammered or just, you know, partying my you know, face uh -huh. off. And, and, you know, I still like doing all those things. I just can't hang to the level. You know, I just can't hang as much. I'm with you, man. I guess we on this yacht, I didn't, I mean, I had a couple drinks and I'm like, dude, it's hot out. I'm like, I got I need some water. Oh, you, you know? give me three drinks and I'm good. Like I'm, I'm phenomenal. You give me seven to 10, I'm dying the next day, right. homies. Yeah, and, and I, can't, the I, shots. Can't the shots. I can't be like that. Like I've been in Miami now for what? Almost like a year and a half off and on. 
And I've only had maybe like three or four mornings after where I'm like, I want to just jump off the balcony because now I get to, I'm, I'm to the point where I can go out, you know, being social, whatever, have a couple, you know, shots of tequila. And then I, I'll feel myself and I'll be like, no, like I'll take Fiji water. Like I'm good. Yeah. You know? And I think you gotta, you gotta learn that because the whole like sleeping until 4 PM the next day, puking your brains out, stuff's not good. And if you're going to perform at a high level, you just can't be like that. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, like Floyd, May, Floyd Mayweather, we were at a, a nightclub out here called Live. And um, I found out that this guy, like, he'll spend 40, 50 Gs in a club. He doesn't even drink. He, I watched the guy. He, he was in the club for two hours drinking Fiji water. You know what I mean? So, and I'm all about partying and having fun. But you can't do it to the extent of like, oh, my gosh, I, I can't function. Yeah, it feels like I'm poisoning myself now. It doesn't it, like when you get to that level. It's not like dope. It's not like you're rebounding and doing it again the next day. Right, right. Yeah. It's very interesting of just how how the body changes. But health and wellness is such a growing field. People are getting more met. Like people are spending money on themselves, whether that be acupuncture, massage therapy. It's so critical to invest money in yourself, not just through personal development, but physically getting those extra steps. Do you do anything that you think has helped your health big time, whether that be like cryotherapy, isolation yeah. tanks, massage, or any of that stuff? Well, I, um, I'm like off and on with one of my good friends, Logan. Um, he lives in Arizona. He, he, he comes out and trains me. Like, and it's not even so much like the training. Like the training is super hard and it's great, and you always get pushed more with the trainer and all that, but it's more so like the food, like measuring the food. You know, I didn't know how many like actual calories – was in like, a, like my scoop of peanut butter is like 450 calories. He's like, dude, this little bit of peanut butter is like 90 calories, you know? So like, I didn't know that I didn't even know the caloric levels of some of the foods that I was eating. So investing in a trainer and somebody that's going to like literally cook your meals and buy your groceries and make sure you're not eating peanut butter and jelly at two in the morning, you know what I'm saying? And then there's a place out here called Vior Life Aesthetics. I'm going to go there today and I go there. And it's something called NUCA. A lot of people don't know this. N-U-C-C-A. And it's a futuristic form of chiropractic care where they're not twisting you and breaking you and all this kind of stuff. It's science. Like they, and they go in and they press little things over here and it aligns your spine and it makes your feet even. And like I get a lot of, I used to get a lot of back pain on all these planes and these car rides and stuff. So I'm in there every couple 10 every probably 10 to 14 days say that, say that name again it's called nuka nuka n-u-c-c-a like the old chiropractors where they just twist and jerk you it's stupid and it like it's not good nuka no pain super good and you can see the result like before you leave the office he will shake your feet you walk in your feet are like this and you leave they're like this like, is that makes, the same as like decompression therapy where they kind of stretch you almost i think it's a little different um, it's really good stuff though. I turned a lot of my friends onto it and it's like literally one of those things where you're like, it saved my life, like legit. And then, um, I would say IVs. I do oh, like, word? I go in there like today and they'll do like the Myers cocktail. And then, uh, it's one of the things our health company does too. And then like glutathione. And then I spend probably 500 bucks a month. You can't see it over here, but on, on supplements, like good, really good, like medicine, prescription-based supplements that have allowed me to operate in the more of this limitless way. Um, but, it's, but it's the truth. Like, because the blood doesn't lie. Like, like, look at my blood before, look at my blood after. It's, it's like different, it's like different human beings. So I think that everyone listening, when you can afford it, 
investing in your health is one of the first things you probably should do. The blood don't lie, but always be careful if it's, it's too little blood. We don't want to go all Theranos out here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but yo, so I know your, your time, you're, you're running around, you're on this tour, you're doing your thing, but this is something that I think is so critical and it, it does require a little bit like introspective thinking. And it's kind of this question of if you could have went back in time, maybe back in college before you got into Vima, right? And you could have been and talked to yourself right? And said, yo, listen, Alex, listen up, homie. We got like three to five minutes, bro. You got to listen. What could three things that you would have said to yourself that would have saved you a ton of say time, stress, money, headache, heartbreak, anything. And it can't be, I wouldn't say anything. Cause that's like a lame answer, right? Cause it made me who I am today. Yeah, I what, are some, what are some things that come to mind? What I would say it's good. And I, I would say, you know, regardless of what happens, it's all going to work out and it's all going to be okay. So it's okay to just know it's going to work out and just relax, take a deep breath. Number two, stay humble. That, that's, that's big. That, that cost me, well, now it's made me a lot of money, but not staying humble um, just brings, brings negative energy onto yourself, eyeballs onto yourself. People want to see you fail and all that energy like, can affect certain things because uh, everything's spiritual, right? Everything's energy. And you have, you have thousands of people that are like, you know, you know, screw this kid. We want to see him die and, you know, burn. It's like, see that energy, like you, you can feel that and it, it can affect you. So staying humble. Um, and the third thing, I wouldn't say save money because like I've saved money and stuff. I, I mean, just enjoy, enjoy the ride. Like it's going to be a roller coaster. Like my, my career has definitely been a pretty wild one, uh, in ups and downs and good nights, bad nights. Um, crazy experiences around the world, party, having fun, you know, girls, girlfriends, like just, just enjoy the thing, man, because it's like, you know, life's life and it's going to happen to all of us and we're not going to get out alive and it's in just, just enjoy it, have fun, never get too high on the highs, never get too low on the lows, uh, spend time, spend time with family. Something that I've done now more so is I've made time to fly to Tulsa to see my grandparents and, you know, spend time with my mom and dad more in Vegas or, you know, just text my little sister to say like, Hey, I, you know, I send her like, Hey, I love you three or four times a week. Cause I think that's important and just make time for people that matter. Yeah. I think that's what I'm yeah, that, that's, I love that. And there's a lot of people right now, this podcast consists of a lot of business owners that have their own startups, a lot of home-based entrepreneurs inside the direct sales field, a lot of online marketers, and a lot of people that have kind of taken that step out into entrepreneurship for the first time. There's also a very big audience of people that are, are not currently running their own business, but maybe one day they want to. Maybe one day they're really thinking about it and they're just kind of taking those steps. So, you know, what would you kind of say to that person that maybe right now is working, say, a nine to five? They say. Um, the biggest drug in the world is a nine to five steady paycheck, right? Um, yeah. It's it's great. But you know, part of them feels like they're trapped. Part of them feels like they're not doing enough with their lives. Or maybe they just feel like they need more. Maybe someone's making, you know, a crappy income. They know they're not valued. They're not happy. They know this isn't their plan. Or there's someone who's making a ton of money, making $400,000 a year, corporate executives, lifestyle sweet. They got everything they need. But in the back of their mind, they're not satisfied. They want to go do their own thing. But they're scared, man. They're scared to take that, that first move. They're scared to make the jump. What would you say to that person that's right on the edge of making that, that decision to pursue? I would say if you're, if, if you're going to do it, do it. And, and if you're not going to like really, really do it, you'll go 100%. Just don't waste your time because it's not, it's not easy. Whether, it's, whether it is network marketing or it's something else, like 
a clothing line or, um, you know, cups or, you know, muscle, muscle things in the fitness game, a protein powder. Like it, it's, it's going to be, it's not easy. Like it's not easy. It's, it's difficult. And, um, you're going to have to put in a lot of effort and make a lot of sacrifices if you want to play at such a high level. And, you know, is it for everybody? I think it can be for everybody, but should everybody be out there trying to do it? I don't think so because they, people say they want it, but when push comes to shove, like, are you really going to put in time, energy, and effort and sacrifice to do it? But I would also say, don't be scared. And you don't, don't go like full time right away. Like if you have a, if you have 500 bucks, in your bank account, maybe don't quit your job. If you have kids, like, that'd be stupid. Right. You know, save money, get a, get six months of savings saved up, you know, eat at home, stop eating out, save money. So if it does take you a little bit of time to get going, um, you're okay. I think that building things out of desperation is super not good, you know, building things out of inspiration. So if you have a savings account and you, and, and you know, you're okay, then it can make sense to maybe, you know, venture out and try to start something up, but just be ready for it. Cause you're going to get hit with a lot of curveballs. You're going to get hit with a lot of nonsense. Um, and if you're going to do it, do it. Like if you're going to do it, commit five years, I'm in it to win it regardless. And just, just, just get ready because the storms are going to come and you're going to have to fight the storms. But if you do, it's going to be worth it. Hell yeah. If you're going to do it, do it. And the storms is what makes it worth it. If you don't go through heartache, pain, sadness, all that stuff at the end, it's not worth it. That's how, you know, the whole lottery winners lose it type deal. So Alex, you're the man. I appreciate your time, man. Yeah, it just it's always yeah, you too. This, this, was, this was fun. Like I said, I don't I don't really do these anymore because I don't really have time, but this one hit me and I'm like, you know what? We're gonna get on here. And, and I think the viewers are getting a lot of good insights and info today. So it makes me feel good. Absolutely. And Alex, how can people get more of your content of, of I saw Wraith time? Like how can people see more? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Instagram is definitely our number one platform right now. We're inching towards a million finally. Um, so Alex Morton mindset on Instagram, YouTube, and that's where we post a lot of stuff. And I, and I do my best, man. I, I show like the day to day, like there's gonna be clips of this on my Instagram story right now. Guaranteed Matt did it already. That's how good. That's how good these guys are. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah. Connect with me in any way I can help you guys. I'll help you and make sure you keep listening to Ian. This dude is a real one. He's a good guy and he's going, he's going places fast. So let's go. Living the dream, man. Hasta luego. Thank you for listening to another episode of Len Jones Party of Two. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to stay up to date on our new episodes. And remember, hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves. Till next time, peace.